I'd like to give a big shout out to the Hoodoo Gurus who have given us permission to use part of their song, That's My Team, as our new podcast episode intro for all of their music. And whenever they are going live or performing live, head to their Facebook and their Instagram. The links will be in the description below. Be sure to give them a like and a follow as well on Facebook and Instagram. Hello everyone, welcome back to the Final Tackle Podcast and we've got a special guest. He is Paul Sirinan. He played for the Balman Tigers and his sons currently play for Manly and the Rabbitohs. Thank you very much for joining us here today, mate. Hey guys, CJ, how are you? Yeah, no, nah, I'm good, thanks, mate. Honestly, really, really good. So, first of all, let's get stuck into it. Your debut for Balmain, what was that like for you? Um, were you graded like they used to do, or was it like, nah, you're going to start because they like were impressed sort of thing? Tell us about the week leading up to that. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, look, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a long time ago now, mate. Um, I'm not sure what your, the average age of your listening audience is. but Well, the average look, age, I, 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 as I said, the average age is between 18 and, and 50, as far as I'm led to believe with analytics. So, yeah. Well, well there you go, mate. Well, you, you, the other listeners will understand the old the old uh, import rule and, and, and whatnot in, in the different districts when it was New South Wales. New South Wales, I believe, when I first debuted. Yeah, so NSWRL. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I was a Balmain junior. Came, came through all the grades and, and the rep program, that sort of thing. Yep. Um, as you mentioned, I, I got sort of detoured for, for 12 months overseas, but, but came back came came back um, in, in between that time and played, played a couple of lower-grade games with the club. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, that's probably when I realised, you know, I played a couple of reserve grade games at 19 and it went quite well. And I thought, well, I'm going to go home and yeah, pursue my rugby league career. So, uh, but yeah, look, just just went through all the, you know, played um, SG ball and uh, Jersey Flag, which was under 18s back then. We, we had a pretty good side, mate. We, we beat a red hot Cronulla side in the under 18s. Oh, the, wow. The side contained, yeah, contained the likes of um, Andrew Eddinghausen and Mark McGall, Barry oh. Russell. Uh, to name a few, but oh, um, that's making yeah, my hair stand was, on edge in, in a good way. Yeah, yeah, but look, yeah. So it was, it, it was a real, real direct pathway. The old days, you, it wasn't too often that you, you got sort of. Um, and if you played for a certain club, you had to live in the district too. So yeah. you had, had to sort of, uh, from time to time, guys would bodge you up addresses, mate. That they they lived in a certain certain suburb, which they didn't, but just yep. to qualify, yeah, you know, under the local rules. So. Yeah. But uh, yeah, a lot's changed since then. But um, no, I, I, I came through the grades and then um, grew up I in the Balmain was, system, for lack of a better term, sort of thing. Exactly, exactly. So uh, then it was weak. I think you know I, I got a couple of tastes. Um, Eighty-five at the end of eighty-five, sitting on the bench, and I, 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 I came on came on as a replacement for a couple of games. Yep. Late eighty-five, but didn't start any games, and then uh, I think it's week two. Week two of um, '86 is, is, is when I debuted. Week one, we played played the Raiders, and not for the first or last time, the great mate Blocker Roach got <laughs> uh, was, was was sent off and suspended. So I yep. actually replaced him, yep. replaced him in uh, in the Balmain side, and then um, didn't really look back, mate. Um, More or less, the rest there. is history. Yeah. yeah. No, nice. Um, honestly, that that's cool as, and obviously you being the father of two current NRL superstars in Bailey and Curtis, what's it like seeing your sons more or less, you could say, follow in your footsteps, and Curtis especially, because he actually made his debut for what is now the West Tigers. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, look, both the boys did, actually. Um, oh, yeah, sorry. Mark, I, yeah. I've only read up Curtis on Curtis. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, yeah, so Bailey actually played. He, he, he debuted... Uh, 
would you believe he, he debuted against the Cowboys at Campbellton? As, as no Campbellton, way. As did, uh, as did Curtis. Yeah, yeah, they did. So, wow. um, yeah, that's it. That's one thing I'll always um, be, be appreciative of. Ivan Cleary gave him a, gave him a shot there. So, um, but look, yeah, no, I, look, man, I, I wouldn't call them superstars, but they're just uh, <laughs> mate, they're, they're making them making the most of it. Yeah, yeah Curtis has it's been well, well documented all the all the injuries he's had over oh, uh, over his career. He's had and, a shocking, and hopefully, shocking goal of it. Yeah, yes, mate. Yes, he, you know, I, I think you know we were, but by the time he was twenty five or twenty six, he'd had sort of nine or ten major surgeries. So, and props to him um, for pun intended. Props to him for. Um, you know, really getting through those injuries and still wanting yeah. to, because if I'd have had that many injuries by that age, I would have been like, nah, I'm ready to throw the towel in, you know? Yeah. Oh, no. Well, look, you, you, you know, I, I, I think he always had the potential and he had belief he could do something, mate, but he, his body wasn't quite ready when he, he, he debuted as a mm-hmm. young 18-year-old. When Tim Sheens gave him a shot, mate, he, he was, you know, he just had a, had a dog's body, mate. He, he just was young and tall and skinny and yeah. Had no real muscle, no real muscle on him, mate. So he, he needed to he needed a couple of years of hard work in the gym. But when you have you have shoulder reconstructions in the off season and you can't get in the gym and, and get your body ready to play the, the rig as a first grade, it's, it's pretty tough. But mm. uh, and, and and then to a certain extent, Bailey was the same. He had a had a shoulder reco. We got bad shoulders, the Syrians, mate. So uh, <laughs> he. Uh, he had some surgery and, and his ankles as well. So, oh, wow. um, but he, but he's he's sort of he's he's been sold the last last couple of years. Um, well, I mean, he got his first years. NRL try. Uh, I think it was two weeks ago, and I think that that's he did. great. Mm, no, I, I, I think a couple of people have you know starting to set up a take notice of what he can do now. But he's unfortunately he's at a club that have got a great um, and, and his position is probably lock. He, he's got a really good work mm, rate and a good, good, good work ethic. But with, with a kid like. Cam Murray and you've got Jai Arrow coming there. Hope, hopefully they can sort something out. If not, he'll, he'll have to look for opportunities elsewhere, I guess, mate. But uh, that, that's, that's all part of the game these days. Exactly, exactly. You know, take your chances while you can sort of thing. Um, now, talking about just before you headed, like before you started um, with the Balmain Tigers, you actually got a scholarship to play American-style football, so gridiron, with Waikiki in Hawaii. What was that like? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a bit of the old chestnut. People ask about. Look, yeah, look, the bizarre set of circumstances. I played Australian. I got selected in the Australian schoolboys. Uh, uh, my last year of school in '83 at Holy yeah. Cross. And um, look, look, for one reason or another, they the the, the, the test I had you know, was cancelled. Um, Bob, Bob Lloyd was convener of the Australian schoolboys. Um, he had a relationship with a bloke, um, a scout from from the University of Hawaii, who who sort of rang and said, "Look, you, you got any you know, potential players you think could could go good in our game?" And my my name got sort of tossed up. And uh, cut a long story short, I did a series of tests, and you know, within sort of three months, mate, I was on a plane plane over to Waik- you know, over to Honolulu, and wow. um, started started college over there, which was it was fairly daunting, mate. As a you know, as a young fellow, I I probably struggled the first. First month, there was times I thought oh, I'm going to go home, but there's another Australian guy, Colin Scotts, um, yep. not the, the not the Queensland one, but another Colin Scotts who, okay. who made a really good he made a really good fist of uh, um, American football, and and I, you know got more of a relationship with Colin. We sort of started hanging hanging out, and you know made, made some some good mates over there. And yeah, you guys bonded over the Aussie yeah. connection, sort of thing. Yeah, oh, well, you need that. You need yeah. your support network too. So. Um, so look, yeah, but I, I, I found the game. Look, it was it was 
the sort of game, particularly I, I played defensive line, so you weren't touching the ball, you know, kicking the ball, passing the ball, doing anything with the football. It was all about tackling quarterbacks and running backs and yep. that sort of thing. So as much as I enjoyed the experience and it was, it was really good for the my, from a, the physical perspective where I, I was in the gym you know, three or four times a week and put on a lot of size and strength and came home and, you know, I, I could feel the difference in, in, in myself when I was playing. So that that was a... a a massive plus, and then, uh, but I, I, I kind of knew I was going to come home and play league halfway through my, my stint over there. So, no, that's fair enough. Um, but no, that's good. Like as, as you were saying, um, while you were over there, you know, you more or less jacked up with you know the um, the amount of fitness that you had to get up there. So, which would have really helped you with your size and whatnot coming back as a you know a prop forward sort of thing in in the NSWRL. And talking about some time in the NSWRL. You also played for New South Wales in 14 Origin Games and the Australian Kangaroos in 21 games, including the 1992 World Cup. Uh, what was you know the intensity difference in state of origin and international representative duties compared to the regular home and away sort of regular season? Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, look, yeah, I mean, the old... You know, I'm, I'm talking sort of mid to late days, I guess. There was always... You know, the speed of the game was, was fairly intense in the first sort of 10 or 15, the old... You know, call it softening up period, but yep. yeah, yeah, the game had sort of fallen into a you know into a split into a into a pattern after that. Um, but yeah, but Origin was 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 completely hyped up. Just the speed of um, Origin probably was a little bit quicker than some most test test matches. I mean, mm-hmm. there's a, there a couple a couple of test matches I played over in the UK, which were fairly fairly quick quick pace, but. But, yeah, but Origin was a really yeah probably the pinnacle um, of, of you know the the best players you know the best seventeen against the best seventeen and uh, and you want to win really for your state you know oh yeah 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 without a doubt you know I, I um, but it was a, it was a rude, a bit of a rude shock like I, I'd played in I'd played for Australia and played in the grand final before I played Origin and just oh, wow. the speed of yeah, the speed of origin, and mate, what, what, my first game was in '89, and we was a red hot Queensland side. Um, it, it, it was, you know, played for Queensland. Then, you know, Langer, Lewis, Meninga, Miles, um, all, Shearer, all of the Queensland Belcher. Yeah, yeah, all, all, exactly, exactly. And we we went through a bit of a transition period under Jack Gibson and, yep. in that time. So, uh, but you know, the wheel wheel turns and and whatnot, and then you know. Phil Gould came in a couple of years later, and then we, we dominated Queensland. But um, but I, I absolutely cherished playing playing rep football uh, for, for New South Wales, and particularly for Australia. That's that's a pinnacle to play for your country, and it's it, it seems it's a little, little bit different these days for, for players. But I mean, I, I, as, as a young kid, man, I, I grew up just wanting to play for Australia. That that was my that was my dream, I guess. So. And you got to live that dream, especially in the 1992 Rugby League World Cup over in England. Uh, you guys beat Great Britain in the World Cup final. What was that like playing at Wembley um, in general in a World Cup and winning it as well? Yeah, yeah. Look, I, I actually, um, and I'm not going to blow my own trumpet, but go for it. Yes, I will. Uh, but, uh, I, I played one in '88 as well. So '88 was a the season was um, shortened because of the Olympics. Yep. So we 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 end up having a large a long break after. After losing the grand final at Canterbury, but then oh, that would have been tomorrow. Australia, yeah. Ah, oh, well, look, it's, it's it's one of those things. But Australia played New Zealand. That was the first. I think it was the first game at Eden Park in 1988, and yep. it was a it was a cracking cracking game. I, I, I think 
Look, we led about 22 nil at half time, and the game was all over. I think we ended up winning 26 eight or something. But um, yeah, yeah, look, a wonderful again, a wonderful experience. There was a stack of Balmain blokes, um, you know, Benny, Gary, Jack, Wayne Pearce, Blocker Roach, yep. uh, all played for Australia, and then Gary Freeman played for played for New New Zealand. So we're all there's five or six guys from the from the Balmain side all play. But, but look, yeah, playing then playing. Um, I mean, Wembley was really, really, really special. It, it's a it's a magical place, and you know, do, doing the Wembley Walk and um, just the crowd and the singing and, and the chanting is—it's—it's—it's it's, it's second to none. And we're playing playing over there at the English Games, Challenge Cups, and and then Test matches over there were really really special. And now when you retire and you you, you look back and they're the, you know they're, they're, they're certainly out there with the highlights of, of your career. Yeah, yeah, they're the best that stand out. Honestly, that's awesome. Um, what, which team, when you were playing, was the toughest team for you to go up against mentally and physically? Oh, mate, they, yeah, I mean, they're all, look, it's a, again, a bit of an old, old cliche. They're all, they're all tough. But we, we, we had great rivalry with, I mean, that, that, that good period for, for Balmain um, when I first started playing, so, so probably from 86 through to 90, something like that, you know. Yeah. Um, look, yeah, we, we, we had... You know, great rivalry with with South Sydney and with Canterbury. Um, you know, they're both really always tough games. That, you know, I mean, when you, you you played South Sydney, where you had the you know, I mean, Warren Ryan used to say, "Bring your bring your overalls," which meant you know you're going to get down and get dirty today. So that was that was all part of it. And the same as the, as the, the Bulldogs, they were the dogs of war in those days. So um, you know, they had Gillespie and Langmack and. Uh, Tungsy, all those, those blokes too. So they were always you know, fairly, uh, fairly intense games. But um, but look, yeah, I mean, yeah, like anything, you, you know, you have a you, you good and bad days. But uh, certainly love playing those games. And um, yeah, then we we probably developed a bit of a rivalry too with the Raiders yeah. towards the end of that, that that decade too. So yeah, for sure. Um, if you can pinpoint any specific individual opponents that you either loved going up against because it was always a good match or you hated going up against because it was going to be a tough match. Um, who would it be and why? Oh, look, there's a couple of blokes, you, you and, and and we're talking three sort of, you know, having 15 cameras at the, at the yeah, ground. Exactly. It, it, you know, you, you, could, you could pass a ball and count to two or three, then you get whacked, you get hit late and high. So they weren't, you know, some bikes were, were, were genuinely tough. Others were you know, cheap shot merchants, mate. So there's a, a, a bit of a difference in, in that. But oh, look, oh, oh, mate, for um, no, no one particularly worried me. None of the bigger bikes. It was, it was more the little bikes with with spoon and footwork. You know, when yeah. you get tired, you get t- tired before half time, and mate, you're you're on red alert. So bikes like Alfie Langer and those that sort of bikes were always yeah, and Brett Kenny and all those sort of speeches. yeah, well. But Bert, Bert was just a just a magical player when I first started. But um, but guys, all that um, Sterlo too was just yep. on another level when I, I, I first came to grade, as I said. So, um, but mate, yeah, look, there's a couple of blokes. There's probably guys like you know, Dave Dave Gillespie and Les Davidson. Mate, they gave me a quarter, and you know we we had some, some I had some some good battles with those those blokes. Um, MG, we had a great rivalry. Oh, I love MG. Yep, that would have been great. At, 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 at Penrith, yeah. So it, it, it's more out of respect too, mate. I, yeah. I think that you know, there's, you know, but we, we had a fairly handy pack of forwards at, at the Tigers. So oh, yeah. um, I mean, given yeah. the, yourself, uh, Blocker Roach, to name a few. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, even a guy like you know, Bruce McGuire was a, mm. geez, 
out and out tough player. He's super tough, Bruce, and then you know Steve Edmed, and then you know as I said, Benny and Junior made up the pack. So it was a pretty good pack of forwards. So oh, you could sort sure. of, um, but I, I could hide a little bit behind that bloke. So <laughs> it was all right. Yeah, but um, but no, look, there was, there was always those, you know, the, 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 and Murdy would try and sort of beat up. You know, you know the robbery between players and, and, and clubs, but um, now I, I think there's a mutual respect against the you know, the top top five in those days. Oh, of course, of course there is. Um, now let's go on, on a bit of a lighter topic. Uh, what are you doing with yourself these days? Uh, right now, mate, not too much. Uh, I think we're uh, we're all under this COVID nineteen bloody mm. you know lockdown, mate. So I've I'm actually still working in in, in league. So I um, okay. I'm. I'm employed by West Tigers, but I, I look after all the Balmain, uh, Balmain pathways and development for, for, for the younger players yeah, up to under 18. So junior reps, that's right. Yeah, junior reps and, and junior development stuff, which I've done for, for the last few years, which I really enjoy. Um, so that's, you know, it's a pathway up to West Tigers 20s and then hopefully we, we, we turn them into, into NRL players. So uh, doing that, also doing a bit of stuff with the Origin too. I, I've been fortunate enough. I did three or four years with, with, with Brad Fittler and, and, um, and some of the crew there for the city side, and that that kind of transferred into the Origin too, mate. So the last two years, I've, I've been part of the staff there, which has been wonderful. Two two good series wins for the Blues, <laughs> definitely um, for the Blues, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's been uh, been uh, been really good. So um, you know, but yeah, things are up as you say, a little topsy turvy this year, mate. But we've got got Origin booked in for, for November. So hopefully, um, still uh, still part of that. Um, but no, apart from that, mate, just watching a. Watching a lot of footy, mate. Obviously, with you know, the boys playing at different clubs, and uh, I've still got a, you know, I still follow the Tigers too. So, but, you know, it, it's it's I get to watch a lot of footy every weekend. Now nah, that's fair. And speaking of watching footy, there's obviously some new rule changes and adages. You know, like the captain's challenge, the six again, back to one ref. What are your thoughts on all of these new um, new things? Well, new and or re-implemented things that have happened since COVID. No, I think they're great. I mean, the rejigging of the six again rule has stopped all those, those you know, flood of penalties in a game, which was bloody annoying. Which is you know, making stop, it stop, stop start. start. Yep. Yeah, it was. It was. And what they've done well, mate, I, 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 probably three or four years ago, I was just, you know, I was, I was getting jack of all the wrestling in the so game, was mate. I. It was just, it, was, st- a, it was a nightmare. I started watching I Super they, League, yeah, honestly, because yeah. it was a lot more flowy. Sorry, continue. Yeah. Well, it is. That's that's, that's right. So, they, but they've they sort of counted that now with that new rule. And, and I don't mind a captain's challenge. I, I think, you know, in days gone by, a captain could challenge, you know could could ask a referee a question that they'd be dismissed. But now you've got at least you've got an opportunity to to question him, and it's, it's an official part of the game now. So I mean, we've seen some. Re- I've seen really some go really well, but I've also yeah. some seen go totally wrong. But then there's also some where you can just tell where they're doing it as a as a st- strategic, you know, um, get your breath for a bit. Like around like the yeah. last ten minutes of a game, you'll see a team just more or less waste their captain's challenge. But that's just to give the team a breather, you know. Well, that's that's as you said, a strategic strategic call by the captain, which is not a bad idea. Just I think to it's slow a good the game idea, down. Yeah. It, it, yeah, yeah, it's a it's a good idea, but. Uh, but it, if you've got one left, you might as well use it up too. That's right. Exactly. Um, but yeah. no, I, I, I'm, I'm, I must say, um, sort of post uh, the, the the break in the in the season, I've, I've enjoyed the football coming back, and it's, it, there's been some really good games. There's been some cracking games. I thought, you know, the Roosters Roosters Parramatta game was a was a ball tear, and so was um, 
really rips his Melbourne the, the other week too. Oh, that, that, that was, was a, a game that was well. a rip snorter of a game that was. Yeah, it was. It really was, mate. So there's, there's been some quality, some quality footy going on, and you know, and you know, it, it's good to see some of the. I, I guess clubs like the Titans are starting to win a couple of games. Yeah, um, that's good. You to know, see. I, I, yeah, yeah, but um, you know, I, I think probably mainly have hit the wall a bit losing losing Turbo and Fenua Blake, but they. They might, you know, they'll, they'll, they'll come out the other side. You know, hopefully, they get those guys back and Dylan Walker too. And as I said, the uh, yeah, Tigers have sort of been a little bit hit and miss here and there. And I was going to say, speaking of the Tigers, they're taking on the Broncos this weekend. What, who do you think is going to win that game? Oh, I think, I think the Broncos have still got some some issues with with injuries and whatnot too, and some some young. Look, I, I think that, that, that playing at Leichhardt, I think the Tigers. I like, think can get. Can get the chocolates here, mate. I, so I reckon I the Tigers tough. will get the win for sure. I mean, I'm a yeah. devout Broncos fan, but I reckon the Tigers will get the win. Oh, well, there you go. So. All right. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, well, fingers crossed. We'll see. Well, yeah. You never know. I'm um, sorry. Continue with what you were saying. No, well, that's mate. That, that's that sort of sums up the. You know, I mean, the rule changes and, and, and whatnot too. I'm really enjoying it. I, you know, I, I think the I think yeah, the NRL now is it's a spectacle. Is a lot better than it was you know, a couple of years ago. So yeah, for sure. Honestly, it's so much better than it was. Um, now, a few fun questions. What is your beer of choice at the moment? Oh, boy. Who's their sponsor? Tui's. Tui's. <laughs> Tui's. Uh, the Tui's Blues. Um, mate, I don't know if I can swear on this podcast. You can. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm a bit of a beer slut. You know, whatever's going, if, if I go somewhere and they're serving that beer or that beer, I, I don't mind some of the craft beers and boutique beers as well, to be honest. So, um Little creatures is a is not. I think a line. I found that one too. But yeah, that's a that's not a bad beer, mate. So I've look. I'm, I'm uh, you're a beer connoisseur. You, know, I, 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 you I, could I, say I am a beer connoisseur, mate. I'll, I'll drink any any sort of beer. Nice. Um, and how do you like your steak? Oh, I'm a sort of medium medium rare sort of bloke, mate. Yep. But uh, probably more probably more medium. Yeah. No. Nice. Nice. Um, if you could have one superpower, what would it be and why? Oh boy. Get in trouble with my wife listening to this. Um, <laughs> in, invisibility would be <laughs> would have been uh, would have been fantastic many years ago. But uh, no, and, and, yeah, being invisible sometimes would be very handy, mate. You can you can hear what when you get when you're getting. Uh, you could be a fly on torch. the wall sort of thing. Exactly right. Exactly right. I totally get that. Um, and one last sort of topic is: Do you have any advice for any kids or youngsters in general that are trying to make it or would love to make it in the big league one day? Oh, mate, jeez. Um, but, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. Well, I guess mate, keep, keep working hard, mate. That's, you know, I mean, the harder you, hard, harder you work, the luckier you get. People say that oh, geez, he's lucky to get picked. But if, you know, if, if you're working hard behind the scenes and doing extras and, you get rewarded you know, for it, sort of extra thing. training, well, exactly right. Exactly right, mate. So, um, yeah, that's, a, that's, that's one of my favourite little sayings, that the harder you work, the luckier you get. So. No, that's honestly so great. Um. Honestly, that's all the topics I have. So I'm going to say thank you very much for joining me on the podcast. I'll uh, I'll look forward to it and I'll share it around with my three or four friends I've got. (laughs)